Blog Talk Radio. Oh, it's a sad day in Eagleville today. My partner, Mark Eckle, and I are going to break down the Eagles' disappointing performance yesterday against the Tampa Bay Bucks. And I don't know if you can hear the funeral music playing in the background, Mark, but we've got a, some, some terrible situations here to talk over. Before we do it, let me mention the Jersey Man, Philly Man magazine. is the only men's magazine in South Jersey and Philadelphia, and it's available for free on our website. Take a look at www.jerseymanmagazine.com and enjoy one of the best magazines in our area. So, Mark, in my opinion... Uh, the 2021 Eagles overcame a lot and had a, a surprisingly good season. They overcame some poor coaching in the beginning. They revamped their philosophy about the running game, and they started to roll in the middle of the season. Uh, but yesterday they found themselves in a, in a bright light that they just weren't ready for uh, a new coaching staff, uh, trying to lead a team that won four games uh, the previous year. Um, and you talk about, well, you know, Eagles had some experienced players that should have been ready for it. They did have a few. They had Elaine Johnson. They had a Jason Kelsey. They had a Fletcher Cox who had been to the big dance. The problem is a lot of their key players, like quarterback Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. Of course, we're going to talk at length about Jalen Rager, these these guys weren't weren't ready for that moment, and it and it showed on the field. They were totally outclassed by Tampa Bay yesterday. Yes, and while I agree with some of what you said, I have to disagree with some because let's look at the let's look at another team in the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals. They also won four games last year, tied the Eagles. That they were about so they were basically equal teams, right? Both bad. Um, the Bengals won their division, went out and won a playoff game. They have a young quarterback in Joe Burrow, who's a superstar. Um, they have Jamar Chase, who's a – I'm going to call him a superstar too. You can fix – I mean, you can get – I mean, it's, I'm not surprised. I'm going to say this. I can't say the Eagles surprised me this year. Yes, they, they won more games than I thought they would win. A couple more. I didn't – it's not like – some people were wrong about – a lot of people were dead wrong about the Eagles when they had them as one of the worst teams in football. They were, they're not one of the worst teams in football. But I think you saw yesterday how far they are from being one of the better teams in football as well because they played one of the better ones and they, weren't, they were never in the game. So they're, they're in that middle ground right now. They, they, they're not terrible by no means. The Giants are terrible. The Jets are terrible. The Detroit Lions oh. are terrible. The Jacksonville Jaguars are They're not in that category. But they're also no. not in the category of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or Green Bay well, Packers. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Let's look, let's look at the difference between Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. Number one, who would you rather have coaching your team, Bruce Arians or Nick Sirianni? Is that a trick question? No. <laughs> of course, I'd rather have yeah, The yeah, obvious right. answer. Yeah. Okay, who would you rather have as quarterback, Jalen right. Hurts or Tom Brady? Right. Okay, who would you rather have as defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles or Jonathan Gannon? Yes, there you go. I mean, right. you know, if you, if you look, who would you rather have as a front seven? The Eagles front seven, and Tampa Bay puts an emphasis on linebackers, and the Eagles do with defensive line as well. But all Tampa Bay had to do yesterday to win that game was to key on the run, number one, yep. and to double Devontae Smith. And they knew Goddard was going to get his catches, but he's not going to hurt you long for the most part. And they knew if they did those two things – 
they were going to win the game. Not only did they win the game, they really dominated the game. The, the score is not indicative of how lopsided the game was. But if you look at the coaching staff and you look at the roster from, from top to bottom, Tampa Bay is just a better football organization, and, and that's why we lost the game. Right. The better team, yeah. And like I said before, the Eagles, they're not, they're not in, the, in the bottom. They're, not, they're nowhere near the, the teams I mentioned before. Well, I think you and I both agreed they were going to win seven games this year. Yeah, and they, they won, won and they won, I And they won nine yeah, they, games. Yeah. Right. They, they, and the two, that, the, the two, in my mind, that they won that I didn't think they were going to win were New Orleans and Carolina. But I didn't know New Orleans was going to play a third-string quarterback that day. <laughs> and I didn't know Christian McCaffrey wasn't going to play for Carolina. But, but that said, yeah. everybody has injured things happen. They won nine games. That's not bad. But they didn't beat a good team all, all year. That, that worried. That's why I thought that I didn't think they had a chance against Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay is a good team. Um, you know, their nine wins, eight of their nine wins, how about this little stat for you? Eight of their nine wins came against teams that will have a top 11 pick in the draft. Right. That tells, that. You who, yeah. that tells you who, who they'll be. I mean, who or who they beat, who they did beat this year. And again, it's not their, they, you play who you play. But when you get to the playoffs, you're not playing the Lions and the Jets and the Giants and Washington anymore. You're playing Tampa Bay or Green Bay or mm-hmm. Dallas or San Francisco or the Rams, you know. So they need this. Hey, listen, pat themselves on the back. They could pat each other on the back to say, hey, this wasn't this. We made the playoffs good for, but let's not think we're only a piece or two away. They're, they're, you saw how far away they, they are. I mean, if, if the ultimate goal is to get back to a Super Bowl, you, you saw yesterday just how far they are from getting back to that Super Bowl. Yeah, well, if you look at the numbers, Tom Brady, 29 for 37, 271 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. No interceptions. That's those numbers those, yeah, well, those numbers would have been even more gaudy had they not uh, tried to take the air out of it a little bit right. at the end of the game. Now, you look at Jalen Hurts, 23 for 43 for 258, one touchdown, Two interceptions. The one at the end of the first half was a backbreaker. And, again, it leaves – you know, people talk about his arm strength. Well, I think he has adequate arm strength. I don't think he has a great arm, but I think he has a good enough arm. What bothers me about Hurts is his decision-making, especially in crucial situations. You can't throw a pick there. I know you're trying to make a play, but you've either got to lead the receiver to where he's the only one that can catch that, let it go out of bounds – Take another shot or two, at least get some points on the board. That was a really big interception and really took whatever momentum the Eagles had going away at the start of the second half. Well, yeah, it certainly was. But let me ask you this, because I saw what he saw in that the corner fell. The corner, the cornerback fell. Smith and, and, and the safety did so. cover a lot of ground. Oh, the safety made a hell of a play. Give him credit. But, Give him all the credit for making for getting over there and making that play. But that's where I think the arm strength is a little bit. If he zips it in there a little quicker, it beats the safety, right? Did, mm-hmm. did he kind of float it? This and I'm, again, I'm, you played. Um, and how much? How much does Devonta Smith? Was he at all to blame for not? I don't know, fighting off the safety or, or well, coming up and making that play more. I think Devontae Smith was surprised at how quickly the safety closed, oh, too. But, and, 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 but my point is, you know, I don't know. I don't have a, a, a radar gun or a gauge on Jalen Hurts' arm to know if he threw that ball 75%, 60%, or 100%. I don't know. I just know 
that that ball is going to be thrown to the outside where only the offensive player can catch can it get or it, right. throw it out of bounds. I mean, um, no, I, I, I like him throwing the Smith there because he sees oh, he, I he, he sees yeah. the corner on the ground. He sees his, his best be guy open. Throw. But he's got to get it. Yeah, you're right. He, he's got to get it to where only Smith can catch it or it goes in incomplete. Um, so, and, and, I, and, I, and but you can that stuff that comes with. I'm not ready to give up on Jalen Hurts. No, no. I know course, a lot of people I'm are. I think that would be a no. terrible decision. Unless, no, no there's no one. No unless. Well, there is nobody an unless. There is an unless, unless something falls into your lap, like Seattle wants to get rid of Russell Wilson for one first rounder, or, you know, Aaron Rodgers is out of grid. There, there's always an unless. And me personally, mm-hmm. I yeah. think Jalen will probably be the quarterback next year. I think he would actually be a perfect backup quarterback for a team. Whether or not he's going to be a starter in this league long-term is yet to be seen. But I have to tell you that I thought the Eagles going into the game had a punch, puncher's chance because I was duped by the fact that they can run the ball and they can stop the run. I was also confident that a guy like Josh Sweat could get to Brady's feet and make him move. Now, they did sack Brady four times yeah. yesterday. But when I saw Josh Sweat was was out of the game, and that's an interesting situation. He says he's going to play, and then after the game, the team doctors say that he had a life-threatening situation on Tuesday. They disclosed no details, but they wouldn't clear him to play. So obviously that's something that's going to be talked about. But when I saw he wasn't going to be on the field, I thought that greatly reduced the Eagles' chances to get to Tom Brady and, of course, you know, they did sack him four times. For the most part, he had a lot of time to throw, and he picked him apart, especially in the first half. Well, I, I was the other way around. I, I thought without Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, when Tampa's both of their running backs were down, I thought. And, again, we got kind of misled about the weather. Everybody yeah, all looked at tornadoes that. and this and that. It wasn't great. Well, don't get me wrong. It was windy, obviously. It was 18 we degrees of wind, supposedly, according to But, the I mean, statute. it didn't affect Brady. It didn't affect both teams. I thought it was going to be one of like one of those games like we saw New England play Buffalo earlier this year, where it was so windy that you had to run the ball fifty times. You know, you you, you weren't you couldn't throw, you couldn't kick. You know, no, it wasn't. I've seen worse, and both well, teams did. I mean, like you said, Hurts threw fifty three times. Um, when Brady, you know, Brady threw as much as, much as he needed to throw, so it didn't. The, the weather wasn't. Again, without being there, the weather wasn't as much of a factor as I thought it might be, where, they, where you it, it took away your, your, your passing game. Well, I don't know what to do. I think we have to bring up. Go ahead, we, go ahead. we joked about it a couple of weeks ago when they fell behind, I believe it was Washington, and then came back and won. And I, I, I compared it to the old rope-a-dope, where they let teams take their best shot. And they, well, they did it again, except Tampa's not a dope. <laughs> you, you can't do that against a good – you can't fall behind. You fall behind Washington, okay. You can come back because they're not any good. You fall behind the Jets or the Giants, yeah, okay, because they're not any good. You fall behind Tampa 17 nothing, you're done. You're, you're not coming back from that. Right. So uh, I know so they have one keep, Why do they start so poorly? And that, to me, it's coaching. They're not prepared. I, I think coaching has something to do. Obviously, execution is imperative. But, you know, the old cachet line that, you know, coaches have to put players in in a position to make plays, and that's true, but the players still have to execute. But, you know, getting back to the windy conditions, I know one person who's going to blame the performance on the wind, and that's Jalen Rager. A fumble, a crucial <laughs> fumble on a punt return. 
explain to the guy had two fumbles yesterday. He's got one catch for two yards, putting him out there. I mean, it's it's becoming a joke now, and it's and it's really unfair to the rest of the Eagles who are out there doing their job. And this guy has proven all year long he cannot perform to NFL standards, but they keep running him out there because he's Howie's first rounder that he traded a draft pick for. And it, it's kind of embarrassing. I, I can't see him being on the roster next year. What, what are your thoughts? No, there's no – I'll be stunned. Um, but again, Him and J.J. Him and J.J. are going to take the same truck out of Philly <laughs> next year. And, but, again, I, I'm going to blame the coach. I mean, yes, Rager's, Rager had an awful game to cap an awful season. But, again, he didn't he – didn't, he's not – like, he's not doing it on purpose. He's not – I don't think. I don't think he's in the tank. But – why is he back there? Don't you think there's front office heat? Well, whoever there is, to, to they're marching him out there. Well, what, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Well, if I'm Sirianni, I'm, I'm telling Howie, just like I think he told him after week seven, no, listen, I'm not throwing the ball 50 times a game. We're going to run the ball more. I'm telling him, listen, your boy can't play. I know he's your boy. I know you took him in the first round. He's not what you thought he was. It's obvious. I can't keep... I have better receivers. Greg Ward is better than him. You know? Yeah, Greg Greg um, Ward was nicked up yesterday too with a bad yeah, back. I'd rather so have a nicked yeah, up yeah. Greg Ward. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Hey, listen, or, it's not or all I'm going to go two tight ends. The um the Eagles do have three first round draft choices yes. uh next season. Uh they'll be able to stock up. I hope they're looking really hard at that Georgia defense. Because the well, uh, certainly a defensive lineman, a linebacker from Georgia would look really good. Linebacker on the team. Yes, we. It's time to draft a linebacker. <laughs> My goodness. But I, I, Gary I, Robinson come up there now. But let's just hope that Howie will uh, see some authority to some real football people that are steeped in the game, that know a good player. Let's not try to be the smartest guy in the room again next year. Let's try to draft solid. Football players, and you, you know, I know you're a, a big proponent of uh, drafting these players from big time schools. You don't want to see the North Dakota State guys. In no, not you in the first round. Man, third, you want the Bama and Georgia. Fifth, sixth, no, give me Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. Well, well, maybe not Clemson this year, but yeah, even though they still have good players, yeah, give me the big school. But I'm going to give you a sobering thought to end on Ken. Go you want a linebacker? I got 20 seconds. The last time the Eagles drafted a linebacker in the first round, you were still mm-hmm. at Memphis. Jerry Robinson. You were still in Memphis. Jerry Robinson. You're right. That was before you, right. your first year was eight. That was, that was one, that, That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> that's good. Hey, hey, people don't think we do research. That's good research by How about me, that, man. Right? Pulling my graduation year out of the archives. Yeah. Hey, listen, we'll be back with more stuff from time to time. It's been a fun season. Thanks for listening, everybody, to the Bird Brains of Ken and Mark, and we'll catch you soon. So long.